Podcast morning show with Brent Carlson. Uh, this week, the uh, sponsor is every week is Dawson Tire and Wheel, the premier tire and ag wheel provider in North America, helping people grow. Brent, what's going on, man? Dawson Tire, Dawson Tire. <laughs> okay. I, I had to get my literal 10 cents in there. You got it. Oh, it's going pretty good. Um, I wish you would uh, throw in my sponsor there because this week, our sponsor on the Dryland Farmer podcast is Dutch Oven Perfumes, and I bet mm. they pay better than Dawson Tire. Well, they're probably going to smell a lot better, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, man, we're doing great down here. Actually had a little uh, shower of snow yesterday. We had snow on the ground for about three hours, and by lunchtime it was gone, but it was still blowing probably 30 miles an hour with about a 30-degree oh, wind chill. So it was nice outside. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're doing good. We're in the middle of getting in the middle of stock show season now, so uh, doing all that, we're uh, – Got back from the Heifer Show from Fort Worth this past couple days, and we're going to be heading back there for the Steer Show next week. So uh, yeah. all kinds of great excitement going on, hitting the highway. And I understand that you're a very big connoisseur when all, with all things agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, my knowledge of, uh, of agricultural practices run deep. <laughs> run deep. Yeah. Very good. Or we can just keep talking about South Park before we started re- recording. So, you know, just whatever. You need to do, we need to do a South Park episode. Casey Seymour goes to the farm. <laughs> just be a bunch of F words bleeped out is what it'd be. Yeah, we can make a reality show out of that, I think. Pretty Dang easy. right. You'd be like the simple life, except with Casey Seymour and not Paris Hilton. So, yeah. yeah. I did haul hay one summer. So. I've got did that. you have your shirt off the whole time? No, I never understood that. I could never understand why people. Why did that. the hell would you do that and be itchy for the rest yeah. of your life? Yeah, here's a Brillo pad. Rub it on your bare skin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what are you doing? Yeah, I've never understood and that. Yeah. You're, the top of your pants aren't covered, so it can get down in your stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Who would want that? I don't get that. I've never understood I still. That. We did a whole episode years a couple years ago of farming in shorts, and I. I don't get it. No, it's just get that no protection. Maybe those people farm. No, there's people that do it here, and we have rattlesnakes. So I don't, I don't get Nothing, it. I mean, only good things come from that, Brent. That's why people. Yeah, do that. and I'm all about shorts and the golf on the golf course and other places, but the farm, I just got to have my britches covered. Yep, no, it makes makes sense. Makes sense. So Brent is on a fabulous podcast, and if you haven't listened to it, you are probably. Looking for Nirvana, I would say, and and go out and try to listen to this good old fashioned podcast called the Dryland Farmer Podcast with my good friend Brent and in, in Landon out there, and they have a podcast that's kind of like, I guess the best way to put it, it'd be like a Seinfeld episode. It's really not about <laughs> anything, but it's funny. It's funny on top of that. So, if folks want to find your podcast and all the great things you guys are doing, where they go find it at. Well, they find it at the same place they find the Moving Iron podcast, and that's anywhere podcasts are found, sold, given away, or stolen. That's iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and, of course, Twitter. You can follow us at Trader Brent, and also Landon is at NoTwitLandon44. And, of course, just like the Moving Iron podcast, we're a member of the Global Ag Network. We're all over the globe. Even Antarctica, we've got listeners. So. Yeah. Find us all over the place. Yeah, we have a uh, we have a, a good little good little thing going there. So a lot of stuff going on. 
I guess we probably can't not have a podcast this morning without talking about the good old coronavirus. And uh, I saw something on Twitter the other day that made me laugh. Is like, do you want some Lyme disease with your coronavirus? And it made me made me chuckle a little bit on the inside. But I guess this coronavirus thing is uh, it could be like the bird flu or the or SARS or avian whatever else, and just that and the other thing that's come from China in the last twenty years. But it seems to uh, China seems to be a good a good breeding ground for uh, respiratory diseases, I guess. So I guess yeah. what do you what have you been hearing about that, Brent? And have you been following it at all? And kind of what's your well, thoughts you, on it? Yeah, you know, I mean, I've been following it, of course. You know, just from my initial you know little Google and research that I did, it looks like it's a very treatable disease. You know. Um, it says only in rare cases, of course, I mean, you could probably find other literature that says otherwise, but it says only really in rare cases is that, le- is that it's lethal. And, yeah. um, well, it sounds you know, like the people that have died so far have been elderly. And, compromised. Yeah, yeah. They're already sick anyway or something like that. Of course, I mean, you've got China. They're, <clears throat> I'm sure their healthcare system is less than, uh, less than, uh, desirable but you know like what did they just try to quarantine like they try to quarantine like 55 million people in their you know in their homes over there mm-hmm. in that wuhan or wherever it is but uh i mean china's just a huge petri dish when you put a billion plus people in one area i mean of course it's a large country but uh, area wise but you know probably most of them are you know 80 percent of them are maybe in cities but <clears throat> you know it's just your your bound and determined and just prone to have a big massive outbreak of anything and of course now they've had about what two or three cases found over here in the states and maybe one in canada and um, i guess they were i guess they were um well they all came from that wuhan or whatever everybody came all the stuff is they've they've just returned from a a trip from china and i don't know uh, casey has anybody ever not returned from china with some kind of sickness i don't think so i feel like you go to china i mean well, it's it's always a respiratory thing. You ever notice that? Everything, yeah, it I mean, always is. It's some kind of there's, no one's getting like Ebola or something like that. They get some come back with a cough every time, and I'm yeah. like, man, it's something something in the air. I over mean, there. the the only thing that killed more people, you know, the only thing that killed millions of people from China was Genghis Khan, and that was like what two thousand years ago, and now like a third of the world has his DNA. That's actually from <laughs> Mongolia. Mong well, Mongolia, China. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the knees, right? Pretty pretty. <laughs> <laughs> if he didn't come from the rubella province i'm gonna yeah. be i'm gonna be surprised so yeah, yeah. mongolia yeah i mean I, I was afraid you were gonna say mongolia but i didn't know you know your history as well as you did so um yeah, yeah you know it's um you know obviously the market got scared of it now that's pretty much all out of its system and uh you know like stock market made a huge rally yesterday and so you know, the grains, man. Grains, grains made back a big rally. All they lost. Yeah. Only, only people that didn't um participate in that was the uh was the livestock yesterday. So it's, um, you know, I guess they're still a little, little scared of it, you know, and as far as the cattle, which I was kind of surprised, I, you know, they, in the cattle, like in the livestock, they really bull spread that front, those front two months. Well, they, they uh, bought up February and broke off everything else behind it. But, uh, I guess maybe the <clears throat> more I think about, it, I guess the more it makes sense because you figure if there's a virus, it's immediately going to impact, you know, people's, you know, the demand for meat right away, but maybe they're discounted further out in the past. But you, so, you know, the long story short of the coronavirus, I think it's going to be here and it'll probably be gone just like most any other scare. Everybody tries to make, you know, the latest, you know, thing, latest disease into, into the bubonic plague. 
right. of the Middle Ages, and it's just you know, it's just not like that it used to be. We have a little bit more, we have a little bit more on the ball than we did in the old Mary uh, England and mm-hmm. Prussia and all those good places where they, you know, slept with the rats and then they slept just like the old people in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with yeah. the, the grandparents and grandparents four or five deep. on the same bed. Yeah, yeah. it's four deep. Yeah. And then all of, a su- all of a sudden, his grandson gets a golden ticket and he can dance and, and uh, run around the bed. So yeah. something tells him. Meanwhile, mom's busting her ass washing clothes on a, <laughs> on a washboard. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, I mean, and I hope, I mean, you know, it's obviously a bad thing. People are dying out there, but... I think it's probably contained, you know, how many more, how many people die of influenza every year, you know, globally, you know, thousands and thousands of people die from influenza and it's, you know, people just kind of go with it. It's like, that's just part of life. So I think it's going to be, and I hope it is a a non-issue here before long. Yeah. If not, they'll have to do like an, you ever seen a movie outbreak? Oh yeah. Where they firebomb a city. If Dustin Hoffman yeah. and uh, Rene Russo show up, then you can start getting worried. Kevin Spacey like gets sick because he cuts a hole in his in his. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, in his thing. Yeah, so, I kind of watched that show a few times. I watched it like two weeks ago, I think. I was like, oh, yeah. outbreak. And I kind of believe that the suit that he was wearing, if he's really that worried about dying from this virus, that it'd uh-huh. be a little more durable than what it was. He just got his yeah. nose snug on, has snagged on something, and next thing you know, it ripped a hole in it. I'd be kind of worried it, about that. It, it looks like that um, cover they put on the lunar lander, you know, where it's like just paper thin, and they right. don't have to have it thick because space doesn't have any air resistance. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of, you know. I feel, I was kind of like, that can't be true. I mean, when I was in college, yeah, you're right, I was a, what they call those epidemic, Epidemiologist or whatever, where okay. I, was, you know, I did a lot of that kind of stuff, and then I flunked out of the first week, and they said you can't come back. <laughs> you so didn't do a lot of stuff if you yeah. were only there a week, They're unless like, it was a busy first week. I th- they were like, "What are you, what are you doing here?" I'm like, "Oh, I thought this was gym class. My bad." So, <laughs> uh, is this not walking? I thought we were taking golf or something. I thought, yeah, right. Oh, anyway, that's the dream there. That's the yeah. dream. But yeah, so. But, uh, Crazy yeah, stuff so going on out there. It really is, you know. If you, uh, you know, it makes for it makes for good news story. It makes for good uh, um, shock value. So, well, of course, you got to keep that that, that uh, um, news cycle filled somehow, sure. right? You only, you have twenty four hours to keep things going. So, right, I got to keep it alive. So, and yeah, speaking of which, news cycle. It looks like uh, Bernie Sanders, to everyone's dismay, I guess. On the on the Democratic side of the uh, of the aisle is is he's going to be the uh, the big winner? It looks like in this whole presidential debate, unless they somehow rig it again to where he can't he can't win like they did yeah, last mean, time he was doing this. You mean it, oh, okay, yeah. You don't think uh, when people keep peeling off, the uh, uh, other contenders keep uh, falling out, they're not going to go to Biden? No, I don't think so. I, I think this is where we're at in politics now. Is that everyone's sick and tired? Whether you're on the left or the right or wherever you might be, everybody's so sick and tired of the establishment yeah. person. You know what I mean? Everybody wants yeah. a guy or a gal that's on the outside. And I mean, people like uh, on the Democrats, like Tulsi Gabbard, for example. Right. She's really one of those kind of outside of the box thinkers as far as, as what you would believe. And if you listen to what she said and her tweets and everything that's out there, she's she's one of those people that actually takes in the information 
processes it and then makes a decision and not just pulls some party line thing. And I think that's where we're at in politics now. Everyone's just tired of it. Everyone's tired of the bullshit. And that's just, yeah, and know. I mean, hence Trump in 2016. I mean, right. The, it's all people in the country that probably should have never even gotten as far as he did. Right. Right. Ross Perot should have, would have been, should have had a better chance of being president. And yeah. Then, you know, but <laughs> it yeah. weren't for Ross Perot, we wouldn't have had Bill Clinton. So that's true. That's very true. Yeah. But, but he, he was ahead of his time, I guess, you know, when you yeah. start thinking about yeah. what you were doing. Yes, he was. See, you know. <laughs> you hear that giant sucking sound out there? That's the jobs leaving the U.S. <laughs> See what I mean? Now, let me, pull over this, let me pull over this next poster, and I'll show you what I'm talking about. See this pie graph here? Now, see that little sliver? That's all the jobs here. See that big sliver? That's everybody sitting at home watching TV. Just like they're watching me right now on a television set. <laughs> That guy was fun, fun to listen to. He made, he made oh, me laugh. Now oh, that old nasal, nasal. Dana Carvey did a great impression. Yeah, yeah, he oh, did. Yeah. See here, see on this. Now I'm going to pull up this next pie. Now this is a cherry pie chart. See. <laughs> yeah, they had. He had good stuff, but I think I don't know. You take a look at what's going on and what's going on around us. Is that everybody wants somebody that's on the fringe? I mean, whether it's right. on the right or the left or wherever. And the centrist doesn't really have a place anymore. And. So it kind of depends on where you're at and what you, where your political beliefs lie and what, what you're doing, that, how extreme you're going to get. I think yeah, some of those extremes, like Elizabeth Warren, for example, who's everything, you're either a racist or a, a, some yeah, kind or of... Evil, evil rich person. Yeah, 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 which makes me laugh. You know, they got the evil... Everybody in the on the Democratic side hates billionaires, but one of the guys running for president, I think, is, is a... White, Tom Steyer and white rich billionaire. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, what? what? You can't I mean, write how that much, kind of stuff. How much wider can the Democratic field be? I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got a fake Indian. Yeah. You know, That's right. Yeah. Guy from Vermont, probably mm-hmm. the whitest state in the union. Mm-hmm. Tom Steyer, he's pale. Right. Bloomberg, I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, very un. Uh, yeah. So what really do you think? You, have you watched any of those debates? Like I don't, I can't, I don't watch any debates to be honest with you. Um, no, I don't watch Republican I debates. I don't watch Democratic debates very often. I mean, I might catch a few glimpses here and there when they're on or you, listen to some. But I, I watch the, you know, I watch some of the Republican debates back in sixteen when you know we had the big field. But right. I, I don't watch. I just listen to the highlights the next day and let the right wing radio pull out all of the really cool clips that make them sound just more stupid than they actually are. Well, no, that's probably not possible. But, um, no, I don't watch them. You know, I'll watch the uh, actual presidential debates between the Republican and Democrat. But even that, I kind of fade, I kind of fade out after about 20 or 30 minutes. So, yeah. because you know what each other, you know what they're going to say. And um, it's just nothing new. So, I mean, well, Trump, you don't know what he'll say. No. Uh, you know he'll say something wild. But, um, you know, if Bernie, I think if Bernie gets, if he gets the nomination, it could be like Reagan in 84, where he wins, I don't know, 45 states. I mean, I don't, I mean, of course, it's a whole lot crazier than it was then, but didn't Reagan win like 49 states in 84 against McGovern? Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. No, like, not that McGovern. That was McGovern and Nixon, wasn't it? Yeah, no, you're anyway, thinking of, uh, what's of his name? Mondale. No, Reagan, no. Reagan won against uh, Dukakis. Uh, no. no, no, that was Bush. It was Jimmy uh, Carter. No, well, yeah, his first term, but the re-election. Oh, the re-election. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 that yeah. Was yeah. My, I was, 
What not? Because uh, Dukakis had to bow out, didn't he? Because Dukakis, he got, Dukakis went against George H. W. Bush. But didn't he have to bail because he got caught with like a kid or something that he didn't have or something like that? Like a oh, like a love child or something? No, no, he ran the he ran the um, Democratic nomination. Let's see. Let's go back here. I got to pull it up because now I got to know. Uh, fast facts. Uh, this is from CNN. No, it's going <laughs> to be. It's fake news. Probably born died. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, 1984 is reelected. Thanks a lot. All right. Well, anyway, we'll find it here at some point. But, um, yeah, so he won in a just a crazy landslide victory in 84. So um, we'll do Ronald Reagan, 84. 1984, he went against Walter Mondale. Thank you very much. Only state Reagan didn't win was Minnesota, and that's where Walter Mondale was from. That makes sense. Ronald Reagan got 525 electoral votes, while Walter Mondale got 13. He got got 10 from, um, actually, he got 10 from Minnesota and then three from D.C., I guess. So, yeah, it was a... Pretty big landslide, but I don't see California, New York, Hawaii, any of those states going for um, for Trump. So, I have a hard yeah. time believing that. Yeah, I would. Yeah. No, if he won California, he, I might be like, I don't. Might be some voter yeah. fraud there. I would just yeah. go out on a limb. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go for it. So, um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I think Trump's. I don't. I don't. I think it doesn't matter who he's going to go against. I think he'll have just a huge shot at. At re-election, which most incumbents do. So, oh yeah, it's not like he's like shattering some record there. I mean, no, no, the overwhelming majority of, of incumbents get reelected. Yeah, unless I mean, there's just some like catastrophic thing that happens, and then like Jimmy Carter, for example, <laughs> when he went from having ten percent interest to seventy five percent interest, right. and they're like, I don't think this is going to work for us. Or if you have some pitch squeak going in there as a third party candidate and you're blowing up the Republican and you take you wheel off about four million votes from the Republican Party, see. Yeah. Now I've got a pie chart over here that shows just what I did to the nineteen ninety two presidential election. Yeah. See, Bill Clinton got this pie slice here and it's just a little bit over the fifty percent mark. And I've got this one little sliver of three percent that completely controlled the election. And we had a fornicator, a fornicator in the Oval Office, Casey. A fornicator. <laughs> With I a, forgot about that. <laughs> with a with a college intern, a fornicator. Yeah, I forgot about that. Can you believe that? that? Can you believe that? Yeah, that I'm was... going to take a Texas Instruments TI-82 up there and calculate just the travesty and the scale of inequity that that fornicator in the Oval Office brought to this country. Yeah, I forgot about the whole that. That made me laugh. I forgot about that oh. one. Even when I was a little kid, because I think when I would have been, I was ninety. Well, I was. I was, a, I was eighteen. I, guess. I, was, I, was, I, was I was eleven. I was 11 in 92, so... 92, I would have been 12, 13, something like that. So, yeah. I'd have been 12 or 15. I can't remember. So, yeah. But... Uh, Let's do the math real time. quick, but whatever. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't been around long, have you? Have not, no. No, no, but... I'm just uh, a young whippersnapper. Yeah. Just a whippersnapper. See, I, I got experience. I can get up there in the White House. You got this crazy lunatic fornicator from Arkansas. And then he got this stuttering buzz from Massachusetts up at Kennebuckport. Yep. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good oh, stuff. Oh, man. Good stuff. But, uh, so, yeah, you know, it's good times. You got to have a good time. Yep. So your uh, latest podcast is about to drop here. What was this it, week's topic? 
It actually just dropped. We, uh, Landon and I, go through our spam filters, mm. and we see if we can find our important tax documents. We never do find our tax documents, but we do find a lot of interesting offers and free internet promotions. Very good information. You need to check it out. It's out there right now um, because I dropped it just before you and I started recording. So uh, we talk about that. We've got a great sponsor this week, Dutch Oven Perfumes. You'll, you'll throw the sheets over your wife, and she'll love you all the more. So check that out, and um, yeah, it'll be a great listen. Sounds like it. Super jacked. Can't wait for that to come out. Where, uh, I was going to ask you something really, really funny and popular and, and just so and witty. dynamic. Yeah, but I Clever. forgot what it was. Totally forgot what it was. If y'all, y'all can't see Casey right now, but his head is literally about to explode. Yeah, I can't remember what I was going to talk to you about. <laughs> well, I'm glad we're doing a podcast right now, then. Good thing you can edit all this stuff out if you wanted <laughs> just, to. Just, right? just take it all out. Just take it all out. We'll start all over. Start all over. We're going to start. You got your Al Qaeda curtain behind you yep. and everything. And mm-hmm. Looks like you got a uh, haircut. So, yeah, high and tight. That's how I like it. Yeah, that's what she said. Just like, just like um, Ron Swanson. Yep. Yeah. No. Uh, no. So it's a it's a great time up there. Are y'all standing around in snow? No, man. I'll tell you what. We've had the same weather for about three weeks now. Where really? It's been uh, about forty five degrees. Huh. That's um, weird. We don't yeah. Typically, and then the wind hasn't blown. That's another weird thing. So. Well, now we've had the wind. Yeah, that's one thing we've had. It is wind. But no, you know, we've had a good little. We probably got you know maybe a I don't know half. Well, not maybe a tenth of moisture. So. It was something, you know, January is our driest month. So it's pretty, everybody gets pretty excited up here. Yeah. We have, uh, we've gotten a little, we had a, a little skiff of snow come through the first part of the week, but it's right back up to 45 degrees again. So, oh, okay. I don't know. This last year, the same kind of weather pattern happened. And it was, uh, we got, you know, snow f- from like February through June, it seemed like. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we'll, hopefully it doesn't do that same thing again. Cause we had a, uh, I'm trying to think. I took my kids to school last year. On the last day of school, we had six inches of snow, May 26th. Holy cow. So wow. Hopefully don't have you know, we're, kind of, we're kind of on track to get our average normal snowfall for the whole uh, winter because we've had like four inches back in October, and then, um, you know, we've had probably maybe four or five since then, and, and not all at the same time. But So we might get our foot of snow for the, for the year, or maybe 10 inches. So, yeah. Yep. It's uh, – it's wild, uh, wild and woolly. Yep, absolutely. All right, Brent. Folks want to reach out to you and hit you up on Twitter or wherever else they might find you. Where would they do that at? Oh, you can find me at Trader Brent on um, Twitter. And I actually just started a opened up an Instagram account, although I don't know how it works because I haven't done any of it yet. Let me see if I can pull it up. You're on the gram. Yeah. On the gram. But um, I guess I'm something Brent on there i noticed people started following me so um check me out there whenever i i'll, I'll tweet that link out and we'll uh, we'll get me really famous and popular so yeah but i'm all over that of course i'm on facebook and then as we said we're all over the podcast platforms just like the moving iron podcast is yeah yeah okay so you can find me on instagram and facebook and the twitter at Moving Iron LLC. You can also hit me up on um, email at Moving Iron Podcast at Moving Iron Podcast.com. Uh, check out this week. Uh, we're going to have a great guest this week. Um, and we're going to talk about farm equipment. So great. I mean, that pretty much narrows it down. 
as to what Sweet. we're going to talk about. Are you teasing? Are you teasing it? I'm teasing it. Sweet. Teasing it just for a little bit there. And When's then, it coming out? Ah, uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. It could come out on Friday. So it might be Saturday. It could be. Sunday. It's even teasing you, huh? Yeah, it's, you know, there's just so much, so much unknown there. It's just tantalizing. You can't get enough. You know what I mean? I won't be able to leave the house. Yeah, you just wait. Just wait. It's coming. <laughs> It's coming. <laughs> also on the Global Ag Network, same place you can find Brent's great podcast. And uh, you can also look around and see me on about any other podcasting platform that's out there. So with that being I, said. I think I we found some of your advertisements in our spam folders this episode. So <laughs> be sure to stay tuned. I'll have to check it out make sure you see what I missed. I mean, come on. Moving iron. It's quality. Yeah. Moving iron. You don't think they're going to parody that into some kind of, you know, of you course. know. I'm sure that there's all kinds of things that you're that you two will come up with. I'm sure. Oh yeah, that's sweet. Sure. So, I'd like to thank uh, Dawson Tire for uh, being a great sponsor of this great podcast. And Dawson Tire, Dawson Tire. <laughs> with that being said, I am Casey Seymour with Brent Carlson. It's going to be smart, folks. Out. Moving iron in the 21st century.